Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. Inside. It ain't the left side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side. Here with Brian Kett, Kettenzero, and Paul Pick. And you can follow us on the Fin side on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, and on YouTube for year-round Dolphins Talk. Paul, we're past the first wave here of free agency. Some moves we like, some moves we don't. But right now, the Dolphins do have a handful of pretty big needs on the roster. Uh, and some of those might take care of themselves with free agency moving forward or with the NFL draft uh, in April and May. So, Taking a look, Paul, at the Dolphins' needs, which one would you say is the most glaring one? Guard, 100% guard every day of the week right now, guard. Yeah, you betcha. And it's it definitely, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that the Dolphins so far have not addressed this position more seriously. I, I thought that they really have an opportunity, I think they really have an opportunity this offseason to take this offensive line and make it fantastic for a long time. You've got Laramie Tunzel at left tackle. You've got Juwan James at right tackle, a player who I hope they sign to a contract extension soon. And at center, you hope Mike Pouncey hangs on, but if not, you do have some depth with Ted Larson and with Craig Urbic if, if Pouncey goes down again. But, yeah, that, that guard spot is pretty barren. What would you suggest right now, Paul, that the Dolphins do moving forward at that guard spot? Um, right now, I think they need to, to plug with whatever they can. I think they need to go out and while he wasn't spectacular last year, at least he knows the offense and he's decent and probably re-sign Bushrod to come in. And then maybe you let Urbic compete at that left guard spot. Maybe you look at somebody like Jari Evans to come in and, and fill that role. But man, it's hopefully Miami can do something. I, I like the idea of the veteran presence, even though there's a couple of decent guards in the draft and unless they can manage to pull off some type of sweeping trade for a player, not thrilled with the guard spot. And that could be the the thing that breaks the offenses back moving forward. Me either. And I really think the dolphins are angling to pick an offensive guard in the first two rounds of the NFL draft or one of the, one of the first two rounds of the draft, not both rounds. And it wouldn't surprise me if somebody that, that piqued their interest at 22 is, Western Kentucky left guard, Forrest Lamp. Uh, I will assure you, remotes in Dolphin land will go through the TV when that happens. It, what, not for me, because I like drafting linemen in the first round. And I think if you can have a, an offensive line from left to right of Tunzel, Lamp, Pouncey, Ted Larson, and, and Jawan James, I think now, as long as, as Lamp comes in and plays like a few of the, the previous offensive guards in the first round, have like a David DeCastro or a Kevin Zeitler that I think you're in good shape. Uh, Zach Martin was another one that, that came in immediately and made a huge impact. Uh, Lamp, I've watched him a lot and he has that left tackle, left guard versatility, very good pass blocker. And I, I hope the Dolphins do take a look at him. A few others they may consider in the second round is Pat Fline from um, Ohio State, Deion Dawkins from Temple, two players I like too. But 
I just don't see how they can go into the season with Craig Urbic and Ted Larson starting at guard when you have these types of defensive tackles in your own division, Paul. Yeah, for me, it upsets me because for the first two rounds of the draft, Miami's first two picks overall, I really want to see Miami come away with a dynamic outside linebacker. I want to see Miami come away with a dynamic safety because the top end of this safety class that will still be available in the second half of the first round or part of the second round is so damn good in this draft. Every year, there's a handful of guards in this in the draft that can be effective. Miami's gone out and they've drafted offensive linemen in the first round, which I've been a fan of in the past. And this year, given their needs on defense, I, I really want I want that linebacker safety combo out of those first two rounds. And if they don't do anything at the guard spot, they're not going to be able to do that. And then they're going to slide. And I'm not going to love what their picks are most likely in terms of one of those two positions. Paul, Zach Brown's still out there. Played with the Buffalo Bills last year. Has played some inside linebacker, played some outside linebacker. If the Dolphins find themselves in a position where they can sign a Zach Brown, maybe on a prove-it deal, to play outside linebacker, is that something you think the Dolphins should look at? If they don't answer the guard position, I think they're going to have to because safety is pretty barren at this point unless you want to take a flyer on Shamarco Thomas. So really, linebacker, you could take a few flyers out there on like a Zach Brown, on a Gerald Hodges, on a Sean Spencer, a C.L. Moore to come in and play outside backer. But really, my big want in this draft was to get that that edge linebacker to get that that safety to pair with Rashad Jones and balance out the safety budget a little bit, given what Rashad Jones got in his contract. Suddenly you've got him and a rookie playing together, and you don't have all the money in the world tied up in your safeties. So I just I I don't love what they've done at this guard position, and, and that is upsetting me with this. I don't blame you. I feel the same way. Uh, my uh, so guard we both agree is the number one spot. My for me the second biggest need on on my list is defensive end. And the reason I say that is more because of the age of Cameron Wake and William Hayes. I mean, I'm looking at these two players on, on one, two years, and it's such an important part of this defense, really defenses in general, because other than that, you've got, uh, you've got Andre branch who's 28. I mean, it's quite possible in two or three years that you won't see any of these defensive ends here in Miami. And it's a very deep spot in the NFL draft. Paul, defensive ends, my second need. Would outside linebacker be yours? Actually, no. It should be mine, but safety, free safety, is, is definitely my biggest need right now. Your best answer to pair with Rashad Jones is Nate Allen, who uh, I, I know we talked about in the previous episode. I like Nate Allen for depth. I don't like the idea of Nate, Nate Allen being your planned starter going into the season. I want a safety in this draft insanely badly, especially given the level of talent that they have at the safety position in this draft. Yeah, and I said I would be okay with taking Forrest Lamp at 22 for the Dolphins because it fills a need and gets a player with upside. There are a lot of safeties here, and I think I think one that's moving up the board that you're familiar with is Ovi Melanfonwu. I don't think it's insane at this point to think that he goes 22. And when I look at it more and more, I've seen this guy on tape a lot. And 6'4", 220, Amazing athlete, ran a 4-4, had a 44-inch jump, and can play some cornerback, too. And I've watched him. He's not just an athlete out there. I mean, he's a smart kid. He has good range. He's a good tackler. I wouldn't completely dismiss the the possibility, at least for me, that the Dolphins take a look at OB there at 22. Yeah, it was funny. Um, 
Obi's a guy I started pointing at four years ago before his first yeah, season at UConn. He's he's one of those very rare people that he was in his spring game up at UConn. I, I happen to get to go attend that, and I'm watching this kid, and he was completely completely raw at that point, and he just stood out. And, and he's really a guy that that I've pointed at over the years as somebody to keep an eye on, and he's doing even better than I expected. And actually, his little brother is built exactly like him, going to play safety for Syracuse next year. It's crazy watching this kid and that's what he's scary, been able yeah. to do. I would love if Obi ended up in, in, in Miami. Great player, and, and his needle points up. Because despite how good he has gotten, especially if you look about a quarter of the way into last season, it was a little hidden by the fact that UConn's defense was so abysmal. But you watch Obi play, and the kid was still a stud on a terrible defense. And what he could do in Miami, what he could do paired with Rashad Jones, the fact that because of his speed and length and coverage ability, there are teams like the Seahawks looking at him as a corner at 6'4", yeah. 220. Holy crap. I want Obi in the first round, and that's why I don't want Forrest Lamp. That's why I don't want Miami going guard in the first round is I think Obi would be an absolute stud. Yeah, and looking at this, the safety class, it's possible that we may see five safeties going in the first 25, 30 picks of this draft. I mean, you've got Malik Hooker from Ohio State. You've got Jamal Adams from LSU, probably top 10 picks. I, I don't see them falling to 22. Then you've got uh, Jabril Peppers, who I don't think the Dolphins would even take if he fell to 22 because he's so much like Rashad Jones. And then you've got Obi and you've got Buda Baker, the safety from Washington, who I think is an interesting player. Maybe a little bit too high at 22 because he's a bit on the smaller side, but there's a lot of potential here in the first and second round of the NFL draft that we'll get into in the next few weeks. Marcus May from Florida is another one. So the Dolphins have the ability to address the free safety spot, and not only would they, like you said, Paul, be able to pair a young athletic guy with Rashad Jones, but now you've got Michael Thomas, and you can use him a little bit more in the slot. Nate Allen becomes purely a depth player. So now you've taken the safety position and made it one of the best in the league. So very interesting. Another one is, is linebacker that we've talked about, too. And, you know, Zach Brown, Kevin Minter still out there in free agency. I don't see the Dolphins going after one of them. Uh, I think it'll be a good fit somewhere else, probably get 5 or $6 million a year from another team. But there are some potential strong side linebackers out there. And, and there's a lot of them that I think you can just plug in and have them play 35 snaps a game. I mean, you've got Sean Spence and Josh Bynes and these types of players who I think for pretty cheap, Paul, you can upgrade the outside linebacker position. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. I mean, I, I wouldn't discount Gerald Hodges. I, I like Minter, but I think the signing of Timmons completely eliminated that because I think Minter's strength is being in the middle of a defense. So for me, it's go out and get one of those guys like a Spencer or Hodges, or you're banking on Neville Hewitt. I'm, I'm not banking on Koa Misi. I think we're going to find out sometime around the draft that Misi's probably going to be medically done at this point. I, I think there's a lot of questions out there about whether he's going to be able to play again. 
let alone play for this team. So I think Misi may be done, and, and it may come down to Neville Hewitt or one of those free agency signings, especially if you have to look at guards in the draft. Yes, and the fi- a final need uh, that we've been talking about, too, is defensive tackle. Don Terry Poe is scheduled to visit the Dolphins on Wednesday. Early word is, uh, you know, the Falcons and the Colts may have a little bit more money for him, too. And you've also got Jonathan Hankins, surprisingly, out there, too. So, Paul, a lot of deep defensive tackle depth out there. Yeah, there really is. I'd really like them to take a look at Hankins, but if not to go that run stuffer route like a Poe or a Hankins, I'd like to see him go after a positional flexibility player, somebody that can come in, spell your defensive ends, spell your defensive tackles, and and be effective at both. And I know I keep pointing at him, but Odrick's out on the market, and I absolutely loved him. And and I really think he'd be effective, especially given this wide nine defense and what these players are asked to do. We will see what happens. And the free agency period is not over, and we've got the NFL draft about six weeks away. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and on iTunes. And as Brian Miller used to say, if it's not on the right side, it's not on the left side. It is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side. Then it must be the fin side. side. It ain't the left side side. or the right Right side. side. Then it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian, Cat, and Paul about to do again. We rep our team. You can't change, stop, or ruin it. All we need is to figure what to do. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.